0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 33 Christmas and Mold. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, podcast. to see it is almost Christmas can you believe it
1: yeah uh two more days yeah tomorrow's Christmas Eve so <laughs> I hope everybody's ready and uh if you didn't order your stuff I don't think amazon can get it to you quick no, enough I don't so. think there
0: are any uh overnight <laughs> fly you in deliveries that'll be happening
1: well yeah and you know where we live obviously we're a lot more rural so we don't get to just run down to target or walmart or <laughs> anywhere to buy stuff so so if you're like us out in rural areas of america around the world i hope you have everything uh everything bought and you're you're good to go
0: and please no offense to anybody unless this is you please don't leave your christmas lights up for three months after christmas
1: (laughs) (laughs) and if you don't celebrate christmas too um you know happy holidays happy hanukkah whatever you celebrate uh hope all of you guys are enjoying uh this time of the year
0: and hope it's not as cold where you are as it is where we are, because it's like, <laughs> what, negative something? Uh, I
1: think last night it was negative eight. Yeah. I had to go outside today and just start the vehicles just to make sure they would start, and neither one of them wanted to crank over. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's plenty cold. It's about time we start plugging them back in again. <laughs>
0: These are the days when I think you should be telling me, it's 70-something degrees in Key West.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't even want to think about that.
0: <laughs> well, on today's episode, we are talking about... Christmas and mold. So Steve talk about Christmas and mold. What are what's the connection?
1: Well, the re- you know and and we're not trying to compare Christmas to mold, but you know, we just wanted to talk about what impacts mold could have around Christmas time and one of the key things um unless you're Scrooge, you, everybody usually puts up a tree. So that's what I just wanted to talk about. You know, you're bringing something into your home which could change the indoor air quality of your home this time of the year. And I know in your books, you've
0: really talked about the fact that not only do pets have an impact on the indoor air quality, but houseplants do. So I'm assuming if we're bringing in a real Christmas tree, that's a pretty big houseplant to be bringing into your home.
1: Correct. Yes. And, you know, so... There's those out there, you know, I know when I grew up, we didn't have the tradition that you and I have as far as we go out and actually cut down a live Christmas tree. And of course, where we cut them down, there was even snow on the ground when we cut ours down. So, you know, in other areas, obviously, it doesn't freeze like it does here. So I guess what I mean by that is, is the even the outside ambient temperatures and environment is even different here versus, say, down in Florida. And so you know, when I grew up, we we always just had a fake tree. And my mom would just pull it out of the box, you know, whatever time of year. I think we used to store it up in the attic and we just put the Christmas tree up. And the reason I wanted to, to touch on that a little bit too is, is even artificial Christmas trees can have negative health effects uh, to the air quality or negative health effects to the occupants of the home. And that's because Depending on how you're storing that Christmas tree, you know, let's just say you take it down to your shop and you leave it in there all, all summer long. You could be accumulating mold spores in that environment that you're bringing into your home. So so be careful, too. If, if you're freaked out over mold and you have allergies or your kids have severe asthma or you do, don't think that an artificial Christmas tree is going to fix your problems.
0: So, which is worse—the the mold that might come from a real Christmas tree and watering it, or overwatering it and then saturating the carpet with water without knowing it, or an artificial tree and what could—how you store it?
1: You know, a lot of that would depend on on obviously everywhere. And I is kind of off the subject, but when we do air testing, we always do an outside test because that's our baseline, so we can compare to what we're seeing inside. And those outside tests, let's say here in Wyoming, are going to be a lot different than what you have down in Florida. And that's just because different trees, different plants, different grasses, all sorts of stuff. So a lot of it would really depend on where you where you live and the environment that that artificial tree is stored in. I personally would think if now, you know, the way you get around with the artificial tree from bringing in those spores from your garage to your home... It's just, you know, you can shake them off, you can blow them off with an air compressor. And if you do that, you're a lot less likely to, to be bringing in, you know, mold spores that aren't naturally inside the home. You can spray it down with, you know, biocides or spore sides or whatever. But I would say an artificial tree would probably, if you have health conditions like asthma or severe allergies, you should probably go to the artificial tree. And and you touched on something as far as over-watering, and that, that's something that, you know, you have to obviously water your tree every other day or every day, depending on the, the type of tree you have, but, you know, when you, when you put up the tree, you put that skirt around it, and, like, where our tree is, it's carpet below, so I'm the one that's watering it, so if I cause a mold issue, it's all on me, <laughs> and I know a good mold mitigator, but... You know, if it's on on carpet, it just the if you're overwatering it, the water's just going right down into the subfloor, and it's all concealed with the, the tree skirts. So you don't even really notice it. Whereas if you have it on, let's say hardwood, you probably see the water. So make sure, obviously, you're watering it; otherwise, it'll become a fire hazard. Mm-hmm. But don't overwater it. Make sure you know you could put some sort of drip pan below the tree, kind of like a water heater, if you want. But, yeah. but just pay attention to that.
0: Yeah, that's really, really important. Um, what about the fact that, you know, here in Wyoming, with it being in the negative degrees, I don't want to go outside. I don't know many people who do in <laughs> negative seven degree weather. What about the fact that people are staying indoors more during Christmas time and when it's really cold and how that relates to indoor air quality?
1: Yeah. So what you just said, you know, this time of year here, we're 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 spending most of our time inside here. Um or inside the homes or inside any buildings and so you're obviously going to be exposed longer for longer periods of times to whatever the air quality is so you know if you're in Florida you guys are probably laughing at us like this is the perfect time of year to be outside well not all of us get that luxury so so that is one thing that you need to keep in mind is is during the winter months, um, you're, you're obviously going to be exposed more if you're staying in your home more to whatever the indoor air quality is. So just, you know, keep that in mind. And there's actually, I, I actually, so when I was preparing for this, I actually read, uh, an article and it was on, uh, WebMD and it's an article from 2007, which, uh, we can put the link up, right, mm-hmm. on, the, on the... On
0: SoundCloud, we'll put it up there. And then also you can go to the CNC Facebook page.
1: Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll remember, try to remember to post that um, so you guys have access to this link. But it was kind of interesting to to read it from, like I said, it was WebMD. And they don't... On the medical side, it's really difficult to find information because, it, like I've said before, I don't think the awareness is out there with mold. but But anyhow... What they did was, on a live Christmas tree, they ran um, air tests for 14 days, and it was obviously in the same environment, Um, it was like 10 feet from an HVAC register, it was between 64 and 68 degrees, so it was a controlled environment for the most part, and what was interesting about it was, the first three days, the, the air quality or the spore counts in the air never changed, which... Seems odd at first, unless you look at it this way and say, okay, you know, for the most part, you know, none of the pine needles were dying or anything like that. When when pine needles die and start to decay, it releases mold spores too. Okay. Just like plants at homes, that's one of the concerns. It could be this like with plants, it's maybe the soils. Um, so it was interesting, and and what they came up with, uh, the first three days, the counts remained at 800 spores per cubic uh, meter of air. And for those of you that have never had air tests, that's, that's, that's fairly, si- I mean, it's similar to what you would normally have. Um, I think it's a little on the low end. But anyhow, so what they did was, from days 4 to 14, obviously, they ran air tests and so that spore count went from 800 spores to 5000 so you know that's a that's a dramatic increase and more or less from what this article you know taught me is the fact that for the first 3 days it's typically not going to change mm-hmm. um, but after that it's going to the spore counts are going to increase dramatically now they didn't which I you know obviously I'm a specialist so I'm I'm a mold nerd I guess they never said which I'm curious about, like, were there different mold types at different points? I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I'd be curious with. Like, did they run a, a what I call a baseline prior to the tree? Mm-hmm. And because for me, I look at it and say, well, did they introduce different mold spores into the home? Mm-hmm. And they don't ever cover that, but it, it's a great article. It's short. It's two pages. So, um, click on that and read it. It's, it's, it's interesting. And it, it also covers too that when you have uh, exposure from t- to the mold spores from a tree, it's just similar to like asthma or cold-like symptoms. So, so if, if you notice you're a little bit sicker, you could maybe isolate it to that Christmas tree.
0: All right. So that's a, That's really now. Maybe you can isolate it in your own home, but I think a lot of people might be asking the question, what if I'm going to other people's homes for Christmas? What if I'm going to my cousin who I know is a mess in terms of how they keep their house? Are there mold concerns in going to visit family members or being in other places for Christmas?
1: Well, I would look at the fact if it's your mother-in-law or someone you don't care to be around, I would just say, yeah, it's probably a concern and talk you into not (laughs) let's go there um that was a joke by the way um but it's a great point because let's just say uh, you know it it's kind of common knowledge that aunt Susie, every time you go to her house you know it's just gross it doesn't seem like she cleans much you go in the bathroom and it's just it's kind of just gross it's unkept i guess is the best way to say it you maybe need to limit you know, like, let's just say, let's only go to Aunt Susie's for an hour or so. Now, if you're going somewhere and you're staying, so you're, let's just say you're going out of town and you're staying for a week, you know, it's kind of, it's an awkward position if you have to tell your mother-in-law, hey, my husband thinks there's a mold issue here and we're going to just go stay at a hotel. But if you know, if it's like Aunt Susie's home, you just, like I said, you, you Stay there for a week or do you just stay there for an hour? So that's one thing, um, that most people don't think of that much. You know, you could go out of town. You could even get this from, from being in a hotel. We were just in a hotel that's last right. week and it's a, was a prominent hotel chain. Yes. And I found mold in our bathroom, which I'm a little biased, I guess, when it comes <laughs> to that. And then remember out in the, 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 uh, what was it? The big area where they were doing like Christmas parties?
0: Yeah, like in the main. Yeah, it was what two? It was a number of stories, but you could see. Yeah, signs like of I pointed that. it out.
1: Like yeah. you could see the paint peeling and all that. So, so you could be getting exposed to it in a in a hotel or or, or a motel wherever you're staying. So, just keep that in mind too. If if you're noticing, you know, hey, we we've, we've never had this issue, but now that we've been here for a few days, we're getting sick. And it, like I said, that that's a tough. That's a tough conversation you have to have uh, with your family members. Like, hey, uh, you know, I was listening to this podcast and this guy was telling me about, you know, where to look for mold. And I noticed in your bathroom, (laughs) typically you don't want to have that conversation. But it's something, you know, I say it all the time. What's your health worth? Exactly. So so it's something to keep in mind so you're not uh, being exposed to something even when you're out of town.
0: Well, in the hotel situation, it's probably easier to deal with because if you find mold in your hotel room, you can just ask for another room. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't usually work that well. And in the family setting, Aunt Susie's not going to take it like the hotel is. Like, that's oh, true. we'll just put you in a different room. So, and that and that's the thing, too, is, is you know, a hotel room versus a home, I mean, if, there, if there's mold issues, it's going to be, I'm not saying it's throughout the home. But if they have an HVAC system that's blowing air everywhere, doesn't really matter which room you're in. So that's very at that point, you've got to just tell Aunt Susie that you guys are going to stay in a hotel.
0: Well, and don't you think? I know you talk about this in your book. So don't you think it's really important if you are dealing with certain populations like babies or older people because they are more susceptible to mold illness or mold sickness because of not a great immune system that when you're dealing with either of those categories, if you know you're going to a family member's house that has a mold issue or indoor air quality issues, you might as well not be liked and make sure that those populations are taken care of.
1: Right. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, what's more important, your health or the health of your child or your mother you're taking with you because she's in you know her 80s? versus aunt Susie's fillings, and and you don't have to be rude about it but at the end of the day that's you do you have to just say hey sorry aunt Susie just every time we come into your home it, it smells like mold it's just stinky
0: exactly no, I totally agree so Christmas and mold any final thoughts about Christmas or mold or both?
1: Uh, hope everybody's ready uh and like I said you know whether you celebrate it or not uh I hope everyone's enjoying the holidays and uh I just hope around here it starts to warm up, but I doubt it. We're not going to be negative. uh, I think tonight's going to be like negative 10, but uh, by next Friday, we're going to hit a high of 27, I think. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a heat wave, I guess. Exactly. But yeah, everybody, Merry Christmas to all of you guys, and we appreciate everybody's support. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, and we look forward to the new episode next week
0: prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.